G'day, I'm Linda. And I'm Craig. And this is the Indie Travel Podcast, episode 77 at www.indietravelpodcast.com. Today we're talking about how to speed through airport security, which I think is something we all want to know about. Oh my goodness, airport security is one of the most frustrating experiences of any trip that involves travelling on a plane. Yeah, absolutely. We spend a lot of time standing in lines going, why? Why? (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. I was thinking about this from uh, last week because we're speaking about the global bag tags. Oh, yeah. And, um, you know, it just kind of flowed on, you know, airports losing your baggage to security guards stuffing around with you. Yeah, so we're still in Perth in Western Australia, and um, last week we had done a Scarborough and had our first real beach experience oh in goodness. two years. The weather here is so fantastic. We're so excited. It got up to like 34 degrees, and I emailed my dad and told him, and he sent me back a nasty email saying that it got up to 17 in Auckland, so yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We've just had our last two summers in Europe were particularly cold, wet, and unbeach like so yeah. it's nice. It feels like it's, we've had two years of winter. Yeah. It's been crap. It's nice to be in spring and be able to go to the beach and still be too hot. Oh, yeah. I haven't lovely. worn a jumper in a week. It's been lovely. <laughs> yeah. Well, today, as I said, we're talking about getting through security easily and quickly. But first of all, the good news on my book, Indie Travel Guides, Traveling Europe at IndieTravelGuides.com. Plug, 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 plug. <laughs> It is at the designer, so I'm hoping to get it in my virtual hands next week. And uh, yeah, we're aiming to launch on the 1st of November. And then he can wash his virtual hands of it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, if you want 30% off, then head to IndieTravelGuides.com and sign up for the newsletter. That's the biggest discount we're going to do on it, and it's only going to be available there. But we also have some sets to give away here on the Indie Travel Podcast, along with 10 global bag tags, or 10 packs of global bag tags. Yeah, that includes the tag and a year's subscription to the system. Yeah, so if you liked what you heard last week and you're kind of interested, then come and join our mailing list at IndieTravelPodcast.com. Yeah, we've only used the global bag tags once, but our bags didn't get lost, so they worked for us. (laughs) That's magic thinking. Well, we haven't had any problem. It's never gone wrong. (laughs) Yeah, 100% success rate. Yep. Um, But the best news is that we are in the top 10 in the travel category at the Podcast Awards, which are at podcastawards.com. Yeah, the judges there think we're one of the top 10 travel podcasts in the world. And of course we agree, but... We want you to also agree. (laughs) That's right. From now on in, it is a popularity contest. It's all down to how many votes people get. Now, you're allowed to vote once every 24 hours, and you're allowed to tell your friends, and if you work in an office or school, you're allowed to coerce your co-workers and students into voting for us. Before you start (laughs) work today, you must vote. We would like you to do this for us. Would you please? (laughs) Anyway, head down to podcastawards.com. All you have to do is click the radio button beside um, Indie Travel Podcast in the travel section. They ask for an email address and a name so they can verify it, and you hit submit. 
It couldn't be easier. A lot easier than the Blogger's Choice Awards. A lot easier than the Blogger's Choice Awards, which just finished. And apparently what an honourable mention. Yeah, and big thumbs up to um, Gary at everything-everywhere.com. Came second in wow. the travel section. That's really good. Yeah, the guy that came first um, runs a hostel and makes everyone in the hostel vote for him. That's sneaky. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. So well done, Gary, for the ethical first. Yes, that's right. <laughs> Shall we get on to the show? Yep, let's talk about it. Well, we try something new today. We use a service called Twitter, which is twitter.com, to network and chat with people all around the world. We're on uh, twitter.com slash itpodcast. Anyway, we asked Twitter if anyone wanted to add anything to the show, and we actually got some responses, which is really cool. Yeah, not bad for 20 minutes where most of America is asleep. Yes. <laughs> So, New World Yankee, um, you can find her on Twitter at, at New World without an O, Yankee, said, Wear flip flops or slip on shoes. Untying shoes is so irritating while going through security. And put carry on liquids in an outside pocket. That's a good, good tip. It is. Now, New World Yankee is actually going to start writing for us next month. Ooh. Yeah. So, but you can find her blog now at yankeeandanewworld.com. But I'm excited she's going to start writing for us. That is cool. Also, Parky London, who's at Parky London, said several things, really. Number one, check in as much baggage as you can. Number two, avoid carrying a laptop if possible. That is so true. It is so frustrating having to take the laptop out. We had mm. to get ours scanned the other day, and it had to be a little vacuumed with a little vacuum cleaner. Mm, and swabbed. And swabbed. It was, you know, there was nothing wrong with it. But and it, you know why? <laughs> We were staying at a friend's house, and uh, she had cleaned her kitchen table with, you know, like spray and wipe kind of stuff. No, it was furniture polish. Was it? Yeah, it was Um, strong. (laughs) Anyway, that got in between all of the keys, and uh, yeah, had some sort of dodgy chemical in it. Got picked up. But luckily, we got away with that. Anyway, back to parking. (laughs) Oh yeah, number three: slip-on shoes are easy to remove at security. Number four, don't joke about terrorism in airports. I have to say yes to this one. This My is a big one. stepmom used to be a first class concierge for a major airline, and um, she's told me some stories about times when she's just had to go, sorry, I know you're joking, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, don't say the words bomb, explosive. You know, I may as well just blow up the plane. That's a idiot, bad thing to idiot, say. Don't idiot. do it. So, yeah. Back to okay. Party. Number five, never get on a plane hungry. This is very good advice. (laughs) What, your stomach might rumble in security? No, no. You just never know if or when you're going to get food. Although once, when we were travelling in Turkey, we were on a 50-minute flight. And I don't know, maybe it's every single plane with Turkish Airlines, you get a a meal. But literally, five minutes after we took off, the uh, stewardesses were coming down giving food. Now, we were right down the back of the, the plane. We got ours, but right behind her was the person with the, uh, the rubbish trolley. So I'm trying to eat my food, and the person's standing there going, and, and we started to, decl- to descend. You know, we're, we're on a huge angle. And um, I'm trying to finish my chocolate mousse, which was very, very good. It was very good airplane food. And they're standing there going, come on, hurry up, because we're landing in four minutes. You know? It so, has to be said that Linda is the second slowest eater in the world. No, I'm not. Oh, but no, so this wasn't that... I literally had five minutes. Back to Parky. Anyway, number six. Number six. It's easier to stay cool or warm up on an airplane if you wear thin clothes and layers. So true. Make sure you have lots of layers because... Parky. I'm expanding (laughs) on his point. (laughs) 
because you never know if the air conditioning is going to be hot or cold. And number seven, exit rows have more legroom. The end. The end? Well, thanks New World Yankee and thanks Parky London, both on Twitter for adding into the show. Yeah, cheers. People always tell us in their feedback on the show that they want more stories and more chat. So, so there you go. Yeah, you're getting what you want today, people. <laughs> so here's our ideas on uh, how to get through security faster. I think we've covered some of them, but we'll talk I about them again. I think we have. We've got new stories. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the way that we kind of think about it is how to get prepared before you actually get to the security scan um, how to organize yourself so things are going to go smoothly, how not to be a smart-ass to the security guards, not very good at this. and um, how to get away quickly at the end. Mm-hmm. All right, well, number one. Firstly, think about what you're wearing. This is before you're even at the airport. Think about what you're wearing. You usually have to take off your jacket for scanning. You often have to take off your belt, and you sometimes have to take off your shoes. Therefore, taking off a jacket, a jacket that's easy to take off, will probably come in handy. Something that has 94 buttons, probably not your best bet. No, and definitely agreeing with um, both of our Twitter fans with the slip-on shoes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We, we often travelled and we had our boots. Hiking boots. Hiking yeah. boots, because that's the heaviest thing we owned. And uh, putting them on our feet lessened the weight in our bags, especially when you're flying with Ryanair and you have a 15-kilo bag weight limit. Mm. But um, unfortunately, they have, they have very high, you know ankle supports and the laces just keep going up and up and up and undoing that every time is quite frustrating yeah next a surprising amount of people have no idea what they can and cannot take on the plane if you're a novice flyer please research this for the sanity of everyone around you yes please research this or even um, just look at the sign at the chicken counter there's a great big sign every chicken counter yeah Uh, um, doing things like buying cans of soft drink on the land side instead of the air side of the terminal. Don't get upset when you have to throw them away five minutes later. It's signposted everywhere. Except in Turkey I mean, where they don't care. Yeah, some countries they still don't care, but in, I don't know, Western Europe, in the States, mm-hmm. in the Pacific, most of Asia. Maybe it's just Turkey. <laughs> But then Turkey's special. I mean, in Turkey, they have a little office where you can go to check in your gun. Yeah, I don't know. Do Americans have that? Famous for carrying guns. But um, avoid liquids. Pack your knives and your check-in luggage. Check in your guns at uh, security control. And at the moment, most places, you're allowed to carry on liquids in containers no larger than 100 mils. If the container's 120 mils and it's only half full, you the container is still larger than 100 mils. Yeah. So containers no larger than 100 mils, you can't have more than one litre in total. And all of these liquids and gels and gel pastes have to be packaged in a Ziploc plastic bag. Yeah. Whatever you do, please don't take vintage wine onto the plane or don't try to take it through security because it's heartbreaking when you hear about these people have got like vintage champagne and they they had to destroy it oh oh okay moving on while linda sorts herself out choose your line carefully i'm terrible at this i always choose the wrong line so if you ever see me in an airport and i get in a security line you can easily choose the fastest line by not being in mine (laughs) um But, come on, a swiftly moving queue is your best bet. Um, Avoid ones with large groups of children in front of you. 
and uh, people with wheelchairs, um, they often take quite a while to search through them, mm-hmm. but sometimes they just let them through. I don't know. There's there's magic happening there. Also, quite a lot of airports require you to take off your shoes for scanning, but they don't always require everyone to do it. Sometimes they check just randomly select people, by which I mean they select the people who look the dodgiest, like Craig, but sometimes they just choose one line, and that's the shoe line. So in addition to having your normal cheeks, you've also got to take off your shoes. And all the other lines don't have to. Yeah. I always get annoyed when I'm in the shoe line. It's that kind of issue that made me got my dreadlocks, dreadlocks cut off. Once you've chosen your cue, start to prepare for the scanner. Take off your watch and put it in your jacket pocket. This makes sure nobody steals your watch. The same with your cell phone, your wallet, anything that's in your trouser or shirt pocket. Take it off and put it in your jacket pockets. Yep, zip it um, up if you can. Yeah, this is a much more secure way than just dumping everything inside the plastic bin. Um, it has been known for gangs to operate inside airports and nick that stuff. Mm-hmm. Be able to smuggle it out through security or cleaning crew or something like that. They Airports do, you know, stamp down on that, but it does, does happen. happen. Stuff does get nicked. We've seen one guy lose a nice new smartphone uh, in the line in front of us. So be careful. I suggest chuck everything in a jacket pocket and put the whole jacket um, through together. As you get closer to the machine, take your jacket off and sling it over one arm. Keep your passport and boarding card on you, like in your hand, just in case the security officers want to see it. And if you have a metal belt buckle, take off your belt and put that over your arm as well. Yeah. If you've got a laptop, um, you often have to have that scanned separately. So get it out of the bag before you get to the scanner. Sometimes it needs to be removed from the case, sometimes not. Um, There should be local signage up, but if you're unsure, at least have it to hand, ready to go. When you get to the scanner, put everything that's in your arms into one of the plastic trays. Add your bag to the conveyor belt and just go on through. But keep an eye on your stuff as much as possible. Try not to get caught behind someone, or if you do get caught behind someone, look ahead to see where your bag's coming out. Yeah, that's right. Um, If you need to repack your laptop or any other belongings after you're through, then please move down the line. Mm. Move to the end of the packing space in order to do that. Yeah, don't do it at the very beginning of the the exit space. It's so annoying. We've got caught behind people before, and it's it's just really irritating, and it holds everyone else up as well. Yeah, so I think these are some tips that not only help the security personnel, which of course means you get a more pleasant experience, but it can also help keep sane all of the passengers around you. Yeah. I mean, by the time you've got through this crazy line, you don't want to be held up by someone in front of you who's just Mm. taking their time. Yeah. Now, I have to say, out of all of the airline security in the world, or sorry, airport security, I've heard the nastiest things about the TSA, which are the American, um, what is it? Terrorist and suspect alerters. I don't know. Something. Whatever it is. Transport Security <laughs> Association? <laughs> Probably. I have no idea. <laughs> no idea. Can someone tell us? At we all. know it's TSA and we know people don't like them. Yeah. So um, what you can do in many major American airports is you're able to buy passes, like yearly memberships, to various select groups. Um and I can't remember the names of them off the top of my head. There was one with Diamond Pass. But anyway, the person yeah. to listen to his travel comments, he's got a really good podcast. I was going to say, yeah, if you're a frequent business traveller or a frequent domestic traveller inside the States, Mark Peacock at travelcommons.com is your number one stop 
for all of this kind of information. For an independent traveller, I don't think that membership to these groups is going to be useful. Um, you, you basically get pre-vetted for security, and um, they trust you're not going to bring on anything to blow up the plane, which sounds like a major loophole to me. But if you're only flying maybe once a month or something like that, it's not going to be worth your while. Why are you throwing away money on convenience when you could be saving it up to go and do cool things? Yes, we like cool things. Yes. Thinking of cool things, you're off to Fremantle tomorrow. Oh yeah, Frio. It's going to be fun. I'm going to go shopping, I'm going to see students, and then they're all going back to Thailand. Unfortunately, my very exciting contract with uh, EF is finished, and I've spent a lot of time these past three weeks making my flatmates jealous. They'd say, Linda, what are you doing today? I said, oh, I'm going to the beach. And they're like, are you? Like, yes, just teaching in the morning, beach in the afternoon. They're like, oh. I said, but I hope the weather improves. That that made one of them snap. (laughs) He did. He said, what? So you're already fantastic that you can just get that bit better. I was like, ooh. (laughs) He stormed off. He did indeed. Well, uh, in a wrapping up, I want to say welcome to Chris Annabel. I hope I'm saying your name right, Chris, uh, who is one of our new authors on IndieTravelPodcast.com. Yeah, we published an article just on Wednesday, so if you want to check that out, it's at IndieTravelPodcast.com. Yeah, what was it about? Security. Keeping your stuff safe. Things like that. Well, it ties in nicely. We've got this whole kind of thing for October, don't we? It doesn't really talk about planes, but yeah, security in general. Nice. Um, If you're wondering how to live a brilliant travel-filled life, I recently did a guest post on um, almostfearless.com, which is Christine Gilbert's great blog, Um, and I was talking all about how to plan and how to prepare, how to kind of transition yourself out of normal life and save up, plan, dream, network, and get ready to travel. Yeah, fun. It was brilliant. Excellent. It was an excellent article. I'm sure it was. Don't you forget it. I won't, darling, because you won't let me forget it. (laughs) Well, anyway, don't forget to join the mailing list to enter the competitions. Check out the Indie Travel Guides and uh, find us on Twitter. Mm, Twitter.com forward slash IT podcast. And you could be on next week's show. Until next week, travel well.